This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 480 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture plans to allow producers to request early access to their Conservation Reserve Program acreage if they're in the final year of their contract. USDA says those requests will not be allowed until the end of the primary nesting season in a producer's given area. USDA says the move will allow producers more options for cropping on acreage that was headed out of the program already. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the decision was made despite CRP acreage mostly being marginal farmland. And frankly, we've got two challenges here. We've got a global food security challenge today that you've addressed in part, but we also have a longer-term global food security challenge in terms of climate and the impact on, on, on uh, production internationally long-term. And we're trying to, uh, to, to make sure that we're paying attention to both of these. Uh, and I think uh, we will provide additional flexibilities when and if it's necessary, and we have done that in the past with haying and grazing, uh, and we'll continue to look for ways in which we can provide uh, assistance. Noah Wicks has more CRP details in his story on agripulse.com. Vilsack was on Capitol Hill today appearing before the Senate Ag Committee. He also addressed questions about the tweaking of prevented planting details and said adjusting final planting dates would be tough. Phil Brasher has more on the hearing, including Vilsack's view on Roundup litigation in his story on agripulse.com. The war in Ukraine is bringing up new questions about global hunger. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. The Russian invasion in Ukraine has accelerated a global food crisis around the world, and food policy leaders say global pressure and increased global food production are two ways to end food insecurity. Marshall Matz with OFW Law spoke on a webinar today addressing the global food crisis. When addressing what can be done to limit food insecurity with the war in Ukraine, he says there needs to be more of a united global pressure on Russian President Vladimir Putin. There is widespread unanimous support in Congress. One of the few things that unites our Republicans and Democrats is hunger and trying to do what we can to feed the world. But here I think we don't just need the U.S. Congress. We need the U.S. Congress to stimulate a global effort to put pressure on Putin to not make food a weapon of war. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, a leader in ag finance says he's watching several key indicators this year. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. The ongoing war in Ukraine, labor shortages at home, and inflation that's hitting consumers hard all are contributing to the ag economy as farmers emerge from two years of pandemic-related upheaval. Nathan Kaufman of the Kansas City Federal Reserve says the outlook is strong for the rest of 2022. Economic conditions in agriculture seem likely to remain strong throughout the rest of this year, but there are some signs that we're tracking, I would say even in just the past couple of months, that might give us a sense of pause that there could be some heightened risks in the in the months ahead. For example, though farmers benefit from high commodity prices, input costs have swelled. And I will continue to highlight that point as a concern of something that we're going to want to be mindful of, not just for profit margins, uh, but probably more specifically for profit margins looking at 2023, which, as many of you might know, will be a farm bill negotiation year. He said the outlook for 2023 profit is framed by the question of whether commodity prices will keep up with the increase in input costs. Plus, he said the global economy faces headwinds right now, especially commodity markets in Europe. Those will be things that we're going to want to consider with respect to the strength that's been provided for agricultural commodity markets. 
at a time when inflation continues to run hot. Kaufman made his comments during a webinar presentation sponsored by the University of Nebraska's Center for Agricultural Profitability. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net, providing individualized protection on more than 480 million acres of farmland. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.